Blog Talk Radio. Located in Stillwater, Oklahoma, sits Cowgirl Stadium, home to a team built on kinship, ambition, and tenaciousness. Home to a team that is ready to wrangle and corral the stampede that comes with college softball. Get your lasso ready. Here are Jared Rogel and OSU head softball coach, Kenny Gajewski. Welcome into TCRS, the Coach Rogue Show. I'm the Coach Jared Rogel. Uh, Coach Kayeski will join me here in a minute, but first I want to let everybody know we're brought to you by Vinci. Check them out at vincipro.com, and we're live on the 100% Food Hotline. Check them out at spacenutrientstation.com. Right after this, we'll have the Big 12 Roundup, go over the Big 12 standings as they currently sit, and then We'll get into breaking down um, the game against Tulsa as well as the games against Iowa State. This is TCRX, the Coach Rob Show. Hey, you guys. This is Carlos Torres, Major League Baseball player, and I've been around a lot of gloves in my life and my days. And I tell you what, go to VinciPro.com to check out real quality. Best leather, best craftsmanship, everything all together, the whole package. Go to VinciPro.com. If you drink a Yoo-Hoo and you don't like it, I will give you your money back. Now it's time for your host, Jared Rogel. And we are presented by Vinci and on the 100% Food Hotline. Real quick, here your, here's your Big 12 roundup. Oklahoma sweeps Baylor. Kansas takes two from North Texas and two from Georgia Tech, including a 10-0 shutout over the Yellow Jackets. Texas takes two out of three from Texas Tech. And Oklahoma State sweeps Iowa State, Big 12 standings currently right now, Oklahoma, Texas Tech, Baylor, Oklahoma State, Texas, Kansas, and Iowa State rounding it out. With me, as he always is, though, my co-host for Monday's show, the head coach of OSU, Kenny Gaieski. Coach, how are you doing this morning? Hey, I'm doing great, Jared. Thanks for having me again. Always, always good to have you here with us, Coach. Um, great weekend uh, for Oklahoma State, but it all started um, with the Tulsa game, the uh, the loss there. Kind of walk us through that game, if you will, Coach. Well, Jared, um, we went to Tulsa. We got our butts kicked. We didn't play well in any facet. Um, we made three errors in the first inning. <clears throat> we didn't pitch well. Um, we we um, our 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 at bats were not very competitive. It was a frustrating night. Um, and, uh, and that's on me. And we, we had a, we had a pretty good talk with our team when the game was done and just, you know, just, um, some, sometimes, you know, you go through those things and, and, uh, it was maybe one of the worst games that we had played all year long and, um, uh, unfortunate because those are games, obviously those non-conference games are, are big games, um, maybe the only positive in that was the fact that Taylor Lynch, uh, tied the school, record um for uh consecutive games at 17 so that was that that was awesome but uh other than that it was just a day i'd like to uh like to for, to forget about um you know and you and, and you have those games i think every team across the, the country um throughout the course of a 56 game schedule 
has those type of games, and um, and that was one of ours. And uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm glad it's over with. I know we need to talk about it, but uh, just one of those things that um, it just got away right from the start, and we just never could get back on track. Well, coach, let's move into. You mentioned there, though. Um, you know, Taylor Lynch tying it there. Let's go to Iowa State game one. As I mentioned, the sweep over Iowa State. Uh, you know, this game, in game one in particular, I think a lot a lot of stuff comes to mind, so I'll kind of run through some things, and then I'll get your thoughts um, on the other side of it. The first big thing that comes to mind for me when I'm, when I'm looking at game one is the fact that the first five hitters in the lineup went 10 for 16 with six RBIs and eight runs. Um, as a team, it was also the first uh, conference win, Casey Freeze goes six innings, seven hits, two runs, seven strikeouts. Montgomery continues her tear with uh, going two for four with four ribbies. And uh, as you mentioned, the game before, Lynch tied the record uh, for a consecutive game hit streak. This one, she breaks it, and that was a record that has been on the books since 2005. Thoughts on this game? Well, it was a, first of all, it got us back in the win column, and I think we had lost uh, five in a row, and um, and uh, this team is a very streaky team. <clears throat> As you go back and look at our our schedule, we seem to string wins together, um, and um, and we've done that with losses as well. Um, I felt like we um, we were able to get back on track. Casey obviously pitched very well, um, and uh, her stuff was really good. Um, that was as good a stuff as she's had. The fact that they scored runs, she gave up a home run, I think. Uh, other than that, um, just pitched well. We were very clean on the defensive side. And, uh, you know, up and down the lineup has just been really good. But uh, these top five kids um, all year have been re- re- really good. And Shippy just continues to get us um, going. Um, I think uh, – this last week, uh, her on-base percentage was 773, um, which is absolutely crazy. Um, and uh, it's just uh, it's just fun. It's just fun to uh, watch her play. Um, and then, you know, Lynch, I, I can't say much more about her, just, you know, continues to have not only hits but multi-hit games and um, starting to drive in runs. And um, <clears throat> we're kind of joking on our coaching staff, Right now, the balls must look like beach balls because um, she's uh, she's squaring a lot of balls up. She hasn't got a lot of cheap hits. A lot of these hits are balls that have really been driven, and um, it's been a lot of fun to uh, watch. And then Maddie Sue Montgomery is just um, – it's kind of neat to watch these, watch these young kids per, per, perform. And um, uh, she just had a great week. I think she had a 10 – RBI week, which, uh, which actually she had, uh, yeah, 10, um, on our week. So, uh, it's a pretty nice week for a freshman in conference play. Definitely. Well, let's go to game. And I, I didn't mention, I should have, uh, the first game was a 10 two game, uh, coach was good at game two against Iowa state 12, 10, this one, a whole lot closer. Um, I want to go through these again, and then we'll get your thoughts. Uh, you know, Iowa state scores, uh, four, in the uh, in the fifth, I believe to uh, to make it ten to six, and then you all scored. Uh, I think that's right. And then you all scored six. Um, 
you know, taught in the uh, in the fit. Kind of talk about this game for us and and what your thoughts were. Well, I I will tell you that um, um, we have not done a very good job of winning games that we've just played average in, and this was a this was one of those games we just played average. Uh, we pitched okay. Um, our defense was below average. <clears throat> Offensively, we were good. We still left a lot of runners on base. You know, we scored, still scored 12. I felt like we 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 could have scored a lot more. Um, so I was happy in the fact that we could win a game where we where we played average. And I think that's what good teams do. You just win games um, when you don't play your your very best. We you know we had an inning where where we made a couple errors. Um, uh, we had three errors on on the uh, game. One was by Brandy that she came running in and on a little pop fly that spun out of her glove. It was kind of a – that's a play that she's got to make, but, but it's a tough play. And then uh, Taylor Lynch had a couple errors, and um, I, I call them just concentration errors. That's all that they are. And I think that's what you get with young players. They, it's just it, – it's the focus is difficult, and uh, and this is a mental grind. And, and so uh, um, I was just happy that we could win this ball game. Um, and not play our best. But I'll tell you that maybe the best thing that came out of this was Shea Coates. And uh, Shea Coates, Coach Morgan, has been working, and um, she's kind of made a little, little adjustment in her d- delivery. And um, I am very hopeful that um, that little adjustment maybe has got her back on track because she's a kid who has some uh, – it's kind of electric stuff, and um, but um, it can be in the middle of the – the strike zone at times. And um, if she can get the ball out of the strike zone or out of the middle of home plate, um, this kid's got a chance to be really good. And um, she was unhittable on Saturday. And I mean, unhittable with, with a capital U uh, it was, they weren't even close. And um, she was mowing them down and throwing hard. And I, it was the first time that we really said, Whoa, this is the kid that we, we have seen. So um, I'm hoping that that can continue for her. Coach, take us into the uh, take us into the dugout, if you will. Um, after Iowa State makes it a ten six game, there. Um, what do you tell your team going into the bottom half of that inning? Well, I'll tell you what I told them, and I, I'm usually a pretty. Um, I mean, I'm an emotional guy, but I'm not a I'm not a yeller. I don't raise my voice a whole lot. Um, but I got our team up in a huddle, and I, and I told them I was sick and tired of the way. We're playing behind Brandy. Um, she, she, and you know, and she'll admit she hasn't been as good as she wants to be. But we continually don't make plays for for her. We continually um, um, just don't play as good as we can. And I and I and I told him I'm tired. I'm tired of watching it, and um, and I'm and I'm and I and I'm tired of um, that kind of play. And um, and then I and I said, now going forward. Uh, don't panic here. We're only down four. I know it sounds nuts, but uh, this team can throw up four or six runs in a heartbeat, and they continually do it. They're not afraid to get behind. And so I told them, just everybody, don't be worried about trying to get it all back in one swing or one inning. Let's just continue to have competitive at-bats. And um, and we threw up a six spot, and it was, I mean, it was, it was, it was unreal. And um, this team just I tell you what, this coaching staff loves to coach this team. We love these kids. They love us back. And uh, I don't ever think that we're out of any game. I can tell you that. 
Coach, how important, real quick here, how important is it for a pitcher to be able to, you know, just for her own psyche? Because we all know pitchers are a different breed. <laughs> how important no is it for them to know that they can count on their team to be able to come through with those hits when they need them once they're out there doing their thing inside the circle? Well, it's the most important thing. I mean, um, you know, I was a pitcher in college, and, and, and I know that when you give up, a, you know, a couple of blue pits, it's deflating. And especially when, when, when you make good pitches and you jam a kid and it just gets over the shortstop's head or just bleeds over the infield, and, um, and they're tough. And, and it's also frustrating when, um, you know, we have routine ground balls that hit our kids in the uh, glove and they pop out. Uh, it's deflating, and um, and so when you um, are in that mode, it's very hard to get yourself out of it. But as a pitcher, you have to figure out a way to show your team that you're not disappointed, and you've got to be able to keep your chest out and your shoulders up, and your and your face has to stay good, and uh, the body language, and and so um, and it's also the point of <clears throat> when your shortstop or your second baseman or your center fielder dives and makes a uh, play and uh, play the, that you thought was going to be a hit <clears throat> and um, a play gets made. There's nothing more, there's nothing greater than that shot in your arm. So I, we just, we just haven't done that for her and um, we've got to find a way to. Coach, we go to game three. Um, another, another huge win here against Iowa state. Uh, tended to there as well, um, you know, Coach, look at this game, and, again, I'll go through some of these. I mean, you know, Taylor goes three for three with two RBIs. This game really, you know, Freeze grabbing the three Ks, giving up only four hits. Um, she she pretty much froze the other team on this one. You know, uh, bottom four, or actually I want to come back to that, um, you know, Nicholson's walk off to end it in the fifth, but we don't get there unless we get into the uh, bottom of the fourth. Stitch runs in the bottom of the fourth to take a 9-1 lead, including Lynch's three-run shot to extend her hitting streak. And then, as I said, um, the game ultimately ending with uh, Nicholson's uh, walk-off in the fifth. So I want to start there, Coach. How much, uh, how much work do you do with your players from just a patient standpoint and – um, you know, what did you see maybe earlier in the game with their approach to Nicholson, you know, to kind of tell her this may be a time when you want to be patient and, and wait for it at this at that? I mean, you know, we uh, were leading the Big 12 in uh, walks. <clears throat> I, I mean, M- Mickelson's a kid that holds the all-time uh, walk record here at, at OSU. Um, so she is a perfect example for some of our young kids to uh, watch. Chippy's, I think, second or third in the conference in, in walks. Darcy Taylor's uh, third or fourth in the conference in walks. So we are a team that's very patient. Um, we, we continually talk about grinding out at-bats and spoiling good pitches and just keeping yourself in the at-bat. If you can do that, um, you, can, um, you can find – success and um so i think we've got some good examples with some older kids and we've got some younger kids who have really bought in but um 
this team just uh, offensively um, has surprised me. Um, they've, they, they've, 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 they've surprised us. Um, we've hit for more power than I, I thought we, we might. We've walked way more than I thought we were going to walk. We're starting to get hit by pitches. And all I mean by, by that is we're, we're not jumping out of the, the, the uh, way when balls are coming at us. We're just developing a very tough mindset. And um, it's a lot of fun to uh, coach. We're running the uh, bases better. We're stealing bases. Um, we're just doing things <clears throat> as an offense, and that's what we've got to be. We're not talented enough up and down <clears throat> to just sit back and hit three run home runs. We've we've got to generate offense. We've got to hit and run and slap and run and get some quick bunts down and, and steal bases. And when we do that, uh, we're, I told them, I said, we're kind of like a little pest, and, um, and we're one of those teams that we're – we're d- developing into to, to do a team of you better you better pitch well because we um, we've got a chance to kind of wear wear you down some. This is TCRS the Coach Road Show. We're right back in about thirty seconds, and we'll talk about the upcoming games on the slate for Oklahoma State. Hey, this is Ashley Carter, former professional softball player for the Pennsylvania Rebellion. Make sure you guys check out VincyPro.com, makers of high-quality baseball and softball equipment. Make sure you don't go on the field without it. And go on VincyPro.com to check out and get your own very custom glove and use discount code HC01 to get 15% off your total score today. If you drink a Yoo-Hoo and you don't like it, I will give you your money back. And now it's time for your host, Jared Rogel. And we're back. <clears throat> Here on the 100% Food Hotline, again, make sure you check out 100% Food at SpaceNewsTrainStation.com. It will be your most effective meal <clears throat> during the day. And we're also brought to you by Vinci. Check them out at VinciPro.com for all your baseball softball glove needs. They also have some really cool sunglasses on there as well as batting gloves. Coach, really quick before we get into the upcoming slate of games, um, you know, let's just go back to the series against Iowa State. A few sentences here, kind of summarize the entire weekend for us. Well, I I think it was a really good week. Um, getting past, um, you know, weekend at daytime, you can sweep a conference opponent. It's a big deal. Um, we continue to hit. Um, and be a very competitive of offense, and our pitching continues to gain momentum. They continue to adjust and get better, and that's all I want. So I feel like it was a very successful weekend, and uh, you know I'm hopeful, hope, hopeful that it can continue into this next week. So coming up, Oklahoma State will have an out-of-conference game uh, against Central Arkansas, and then come home to have uh, Baylor this weekend. Really quick before we get into Central Arkansas, though, I'll let everybody know the games against Baylor. Um, six, two, and one, and that is uh, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Coach, I believe the spring game is also on Saturday, isn't it? If I'm, if I'm correct. Busy. Yes, it's going to be a very busy day around here, and I'm very hopeful that we can get some spring game crowd and and that kind of stuff for for Baylor. It's going to be a great weekend here. So, Coach, let's go to that Central Arkansas game. Obviously, a game that we look at. You never you never want to be 
overlook anybody. I mean, I, I think that's something, you know, that coaches, as coaches, we have to, you know, ingrain into the heads of our players. Because sometimes, let's be real, players tend to play at the level of the opponent they're playing. Central Arkansas is a pretty good team, pretty solid team, um, you know, in, in their conference. So talk, talk to us about that. How are you all going to prepare for Central Arkansas? Um, we're going to prepare like we we prepare for every team. We are we've got tremendous respect for them. Got tremendous respect <clears throat> for their head coach. I've got to know him some here in the last couple of years. Um, they do a great job. They are a good RPI team, which means that um, they play a good schedule and they win games. So it's a great opportunity for us to go play a midweek game, go compete on the road um, at their place. I'm sure it's a um, big opportunity for them as well. And, um, you know, they, they play on turf, so that's something that we haven't done all year. So we'll have to um, adjust on that. And, um, you know, it's going to be a great – it's going to be a great a great night. I'm, I'm looking forward to going down or going over there and playing them, and, and um, it should be good. Coach, with that said, you bring up an interesting point in playing on turf. You know, earlier, earlier, um, or I guess last year, I had a chance to see, you know, Mizzou and Illinois come here last few years to St. Louis to play against or play at Lindenwood, which is an all-turf field, infield and, and outfield. The entire thing is turf. So is this one of those times where you maybe take your team indoors and uh, practice on some turf before you, before you head out there? You know, I don't know that we'll go there because there's no telling if their indoor turf is the same, got the same rubber sand content as ours. We've we've taken a lot of ground balls inside, um, and, and you know, you bring up an interesting point. It's something I hadn't even <clears throat> haven't even thought of, um, but um, it could be something that we go and do just to just to refresh our minds. But you know, these these kids play on all sorts of fields all the uh, time, so. Um, they'll adjust, you know, to that well. Um, but, you know, we've got a team in our conference with Kansas that's got turf. So we, it's not like it's nothing that we're ever going to face. So, um, uh, we'll, 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 you know, like as a staff, we'll talk about that and see if that's something that we might want to do. So let's go, and, and I'll let everybody know right now, uh, Central Arkansas is actually 28 and 14 overall. They are nine and six in their conference. They are fourteen and two at home. Uh, Coach, let's go to Baylor. Baylor will have a uh, have a couple games here midweek um, against Houston before they head up there to uh, to face you all in Stillwater. So, you know, Baylor is Baylor is always good. Is a great team. Glenn Moore always has always has his team prepared. Um, your thoughts going into Baylor? What have you uh, What have you heard about them? What have you seen from them? Well, I got I've got a ton of respect for Glenn. Um, I've known him for a while now, and um, very competitive. Um, he's a he's a super coach. He's a super uh, man. Um, I love his staff. So we've got a lot of we've got a lot of respect for them. Um, you know they're obviously led by their their pitching staff and um, Heather Stearns obviously having a great year again and and uh, pitching well and so we've got our work our offense has got our work cut out against her and I think looking at their numbers they're a lot like us um, 
you know, they, they run about the same amount. We've got a few more home runs, um, but we're, <clears throat> we're both, I think we're hitting 311, they're hitting 313. Um, so I see a lot of similarities here as far as offense goes. Um, again, I, I just, this, everything's about momentum and, um, we've got to, we've just got to worry about ourselves. I, I, I said, we respect them, but I know that if we just go out and play our game, the fact that we're at home, um, that's a bonus. And, um, we just got to worry about ourselves because we know that Baylor, what they're about and, and, um, their history and their, they have a lot of pride and, and um, a lot of kids that they can play. So it's it's just, uh, again, for us, it's just another opportunity to um, play a, you know, a ranked opponent and uh, see where we stack up. And, Coach, you brought up Heather Stern, so I'll, I'll let everybody know kind of where she's sitting right now, what she's done. Uh, coming into, obviously, these numbers will be adjusted um, if she pitches against Houston. But uh, currently, uh, ERA is at one eight. She is fifteen and five on the season, uh, with thirty four uh, earned runs, thirty two walks, one hundred fifty two strikeouts. So that is where she's sitting again. Those numbers could be adjusted uh, if she plays against Houston, and I don't see why she would not play at least one of the games against Houston. Um, so, coach, with that, <clears throat> we kind of went through everything. Um, you know, this week is a is a huge week. In softball, and we kind of mentioned it last week, um, this Thursday at 7 p.m. Central will be the uh, NPS College Draft, which will be on the uh, CBS Sports Network, uh, live from the CMA Theater at the uh, Country Music Hall of Fame in Nashville. You've, you've coached a couple, a few kids that are uh, hopefully going to hear their name. You've got one now that, uh, that may or may not hear her name. Your thoughts and, and just how does it feel as a coach, you know, coming into into a draft week for the kids that you uh, currently coach and, and also the, the kids down in Florida that, that you've been with the last couple of years? Yeah, I, I um, <clears throat> you know, I actually have forgot that. I knew that. It's on my calendar. <laughs> um, but, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, it's something I'll just wait and see. Uh, you know, I don't it's it's kind of like getting draft i mean there's 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 no exact science to know who's gonna be drafted and who um where and and how they're actually gonna play uh if they do get drafted and they decide that they want to play so um yeah i think it's an exciting time for those kids to know that and um it, it's gotten to be a bigger thing here over the last three or four years and so i think it's starting to gain some momentum um and uh you know i'm just hopeful for all these kids in there, kids that I've coached or kids that I'm coaching, that if this is what they want to do, that they get they get drafted and and that they're excited about opportunities that that, that they've got beyond college. So, um, uh, you know, I think all all those kids are are you know looking forward. But like we talked about last week, all these kids are focused on trying trying to win a conference. I think at this point in time and trying to get their teams into postseason play. As a coach, would you like to see the would you like to see the draft moved until after the season because of that because of that very reason? I don't think so. I I um <clears throat> I think if there was more money involved in in our pro game, yes, because then I think it would have a greater effect on kids like it does in baseball. 
in baseball, I think it has a tremendous amount of effect because um, if you've got kids that aren't quite as mature um, and they're counting on money and counting on things and they don't get drafted exactly where they want to, it can be a tremendous let let, let down. So until we get to where it's going to affect us more, I think it's just it's I think it's actually the uh, timing is fine. Um, it, it generates a little excitement about the uh, pro league um, during our year. And I think any time uh, if we're going to grow our game, um, any kind of excitement like this during our, our year is going to, is, is going to help. So I'm, I'm fine with where it's at. Coach, as always, great to have you on with us on Monday. We'll look forward to uh, having you on next Monday before we go. Any, uh, any last comments you have for uh, for the fans out there going into this week? No, I just uh, we Jared, we have had tremendous crowds here, and uh, I do want to say th- thank you to our our fan base here. Um, they have been phenomenal, and I um, expect it to be um, even better this weekend um, against Baylor and with with everything that we've got got going here. So um, I just wanted to say thank you to all of them, and can't wait to see them out here this weekend. All right, Coach, we'll let everybody know uh, once again those games uh, will be at 6, 2, and 1, respectively, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday um, against Baylor. The game looks like the game uh, Friday will be on uh, Cox. The game on Saturday will be on uh, FS Oklahoma. So, Coach, all the best uh, this weekend, and uh, we will definitely look forward to having you on with us next Monday and looking ahead to that uh, big games this coming uh, this coming week. Great, Jared. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week. All right. This has been TCRS, the Coach Road Show on the 100% Food Hotline, brought to you by Vinci. Check out 100% Food at spacenutrientstation.com and make sure you guys check out Vinci at vincipro.com. For everybody here at TCRS and Coach Gajewski, this has been the Coach Road Show with Coach Kenny Gajewski, our head coach, Oklahoma State softball, and myself, Jared Rogel. Make sure you guys follow Blake and Addy on Twitter at TCRS or TCR Show. And make sure you follow us and like us on Facebook. And that is facebook.com slash the TR Show. Until next time, latest times, everybody.